What's up, podcast listeners? It's Andy and Drew and producer Robin. We are back. Yes. Another episode of the What's Up Castleberry podcast. Welcome. It's September 2023. We've been doing this, man, almost, we're coming up on 40 years. This is crazy. Really? So we started when Robin was 16? Yeah, that's That's right. There had to be some child labor laws against that or something. (laughs) We had the driver, yeah. She couldn't even drive (laughs) No, just kidding. We are episode 140, which may or may not be a lot closer to Robin's age. Ooh. Burn. (laughs) Just kidding, Robin. I'm speechless. You've told us your age on air before, right? Yeah, immortal. (laughs) (laughs) Just whatever she's feeling at the moment. Yeah, but we have the listener. If you are new to the program, welcome. If you have listened before, welcome back. We are three Castleberry residents that love Castleberry. Castleberry, and we are all about all things Castleberry, sharing just inspiration, encouragement, information about the things happening in our community. It's been a little bit since the three of us have connected, so just checking in. How how are you guys? It wasn't that dramatic, but we did have a hurricane come through since last time. We, we did. You know what? And I think I saw a leaf fall off my tree. <laughs> I really did. We will rebuild. I really will rebuild. Well, I was thinking, did, did a tree fall in your head? A tree fell? Uh, that was last year. Oh, that, okay. That was last but year. But it was yeah. storm-related. Yeah. Yeah, th- yeah, thanks for your concern, but that was a year ago. Yeah, <laughs> no. don't, wor- don't worry, we've got it all now. We've got it all. We don't we don't need you to come over with your chainsaw and take care of it because we we got it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we joke, but you got to take these things seriously, right? I was talking with someone just the other night, and some of the tough hurricanes we've had over the years kind of create a. PTSD, right? And you watch the news and you just can't rest on your laurels, so you got to prepare. And uh, it's always kind of bittersweet because you're kind of happy it didn't hit you, but you know that not hitting you hits someone else. Right. And so it's really been encouraging again over the last f- uh, few days just to see how communities have helped community and resources have been, been pushed a little bit north of us to help there. Yeah, I remember this was, gosh, several, several episodes ago. You could go back in our archives at What's Up Castleberry. And, but we have been in Castleberry's Library of Congress. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a, a historical artifact. We, we had a, uh, a conversation with the Seminole County kind of emergency disaster. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Alan. Alan, that's right. And he he did a, talked about just the efforts that, that that team, when there's an event like whether it's COVID or, or a hurricane or whatnot, folks spring into action. I thought that was really powerful. I, you know, for me, I, I learned a lesson that whenever a, a hurricane comes and you just kind of know you're going to be home for a few days, it's a good time to, instead of spring cleaning, we should just call it hurricane cleaning because you're inevitably gonna <laughs> well if the hurricane hits just put the stuff in the yard and it'll be cleaned away it, that's right it's like nature's vacuum all right before we move on just interested favorite hurricane snack robin cheetos cheetos mm-hmm. really the little orange fingers and yeah okay Eat them with like chopsticks, and your fingers don't get warm. Oh, pro tip! You are a pro Cheeto expert. Mm-hmm. Fancy, fancy Cheetos. Drew, I never eat these except during a hurricane. Pop tarts. Pop tarts. Yes, yeah. that is a good answer. Oh, I don't know. I asked the question. <laughs> I don't really have Everything. one. Steak. <laughs> I do. I do always fill the propane uh, for our outdoor grill. Just you know, just in case that's like a thing you're supposed to do. You know, in case you lose power and need to cook yeah. your, your frozen meat. And I do. I've yet to use it. But, a yeah. very good 
memory, childhood memory of when uh, Hurricane Charlie hit. You know, we weren't ready for it. And Were you a child in 2004? I was a senior in high school. You were high school. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, still technically a child. <laughs> but our neighborhood, like, we didn't have power, but, like, we all had, like, a little mini barbecue, like, every mm-hmm. night. Like, somebody's neighbor would, we got the grill going, so whatever we had, we all just came together and cooked. It was, it, I mean, it was a terrible situation, but. Well, it seems like Andrew's got a pretty <laughs> terrible situation. One of the great things about hurricanes is that they do bring people together and they do bring families together and Drew you know where I'm going because it's been a while you've missed it but I know you're ready that joke of the week what you got I'm ready you beat me to the punch I I know I tried to because your because your transitions are lame so I I was trying to get I was trying to get ahead of you I had a dad barbecue thing going on in my head but anyway here we go do you need to do it just to get it out of it no no it's okay I I forgive you Uh, dad dad jokes of the week try to theme these we have a, a gentleman who works for a credit union as well as just a, a stalwart community member coming up mm. later in the, the time. Stalwart so, is a good word. Isn't stalwart? I don't yeah. know what stalwart like, means. Like pillar. Pillar, long, long standing. Yeah, that describes yeah. Gary. He yeah. is a pillar. Well, he, he works at a, at a credit union. So I figured, found some banker related humor today okay. in that joke section. So here we go. There were some inappropriate, some of these categories you get in, you, you like lawyer jokes, there was a whole repertoire. I know, Robin sends them to us all the time <laughs> on our WhatsApp customer receipt. Yeah, it's PG-13. That's, that's how I know they exist. <laughs> All right, here we go. Some banker-related dad jokes. Robin. Yes. People that choose to, to rob a jewelry store and bank, they're pretty bad. Yeah. They are. Mm. But you know who's even worse? Who? Those who rob bakeries. Why? They really take the cake. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. <sighs> Um, for the record, I will withhold all laughter from Andy because he was really mean to Drew in the transition. I was just saying, I just need to let it out. (laughs) All right, well, continue to hold your breath. Here we go. Try not to bust a a gut here laughing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What did the recluse, the recluse say to the bank teller when he needed money? What? Just leave me alone. Go. All right, finally, number three, number three. Why? <laughs> Alone. Across, you get it. It says A-L-O-A-N. Okay. All right, we're across the pond. Dandy's from originally across the pond. His neighbor, the Irish. Why are Irish bankers successful over there? You've heard of all these Irish bankers. They're wealthy, well-to-do. Uh, do you want me to play along for the purpose of your joke? No. Uh, yes, Drew, I have these wildly successful Irish bankers. Well, it makes sense because they're... Capital is always Dublin. <laughs> okay, you can do the laugh track, but that that, that, was, that whole booming seventy thousand <laughs> football stadium crowd was a little bit over the top. But that was funny, Drew. I'll give you All that right. one. Thank you. All right, do you All want right. a couple from me? Sure. We can only go down from here. So. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right, Robin, do you have your finger on the laugh track I do, button? Right okay. There. Did you know that farmers are leaving Facebook in their droves? I had no idea. Yep. Every time they put down a post, someone takes offense. Ah. <laughs> okay. That was actually funny. Oh, thank you. Revenge. That hurt you to admit it, so thank you for doing it. What flavor is the toothpaste in jail? What? Imprisonment. <laughs> Uh, okay, this is getting real. <laughs> yes. See, Drew, you need the laugh track 
I just get Robin. You just get Robin. All right, couple more, Robin. Do you need to laugh some more? Sure. Did Did I tell you that my friend used laughing gas as a deodorant? No. <laughs> he smelled funny all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That tickled Robin. It did. My friend broke his leg sadly the other day. Oh. You know, he had a cast, and so I wrote on the cast, "You are stupid." <gasps> I know. It's kind of mean. I, I was really sorry, but I was just adding insult to injury. I was doing so well, and I bombed at the end, didn't I, you Robin? Didn't bomb. It's just, I expect better from you. Yes. As a, as a leader in this community, you should be, I should be in stitches right now. We'll keep it to no his, day, his day job. Yeah. 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 Well, there, there are some things that Andy is very knowledgeable about, and eating is one of them. <laughs> That's why this is a podcast, not a video cast. What do you call a video cast? A video podcast? A video cast? A vlog? A vlog, a vlog. yeah. All right. Day in our life. Get ready with Andy as he records the <laughs> podcast. Go. Does that make me an influencer? Is that what? <laughs> I know you want to influence. Andy's with his look. I know. Face. It's, well, it's, that, that's the TikTok folks, right? Influencers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all. You, there's hope for you. You can influence. <laughs> there's hope for me. You I'll teach influence. you all my new dance. Check out my TikTok ways. <laughs> Isn't that what TikTok's about? I got pretty much dance. Yeah. Let's get my tra- yeah. back on track. Let's talk about. You're, some... you're about to ask me a question about something I know nothing of, and I was just about to make up an answer. So keep going. Well, I, I, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> you saw this the uh, <laughs> happenings in Castleberry page is a buzz oh with the long-awaited arrival of Tino's bakery which we discussed last episode not sponsored and no they're not but they uh, but if you want we'll we'll, we'll give a shout out just for a free pastry well I, I, we, we don't need much I, we, we are going to do 407, a live 405. we're going to do a live on location there before next episode I want to I'm going to put that out we are <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. absolutely absolutely no they opened it it's the uh, old IHOP yeah. uh, location there on 436, and Drew Acosta, mm. uh, a beloved friend of the pod, was there and gave like a live report. He had a picture of himself in front. I think he was literally the first Castlevarian to to, wow. to eat there when it opened at like six in the morning. Uh, they have really good hours. They're open day and night. And he said he had an empanada, and it was very good. So I'm excited to try it. Yeah. So you guys, let's let's check it out. Let's make it. A, let's put a date on the calendar. And listeners, let's make an effort to support local business. Tino's Bakery, right there. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I understand they've got some other franchise around the city and doing really well. So that's a big addition to. Uh, city. It is, it is. And then I've got another little quick news uh, blurb. And you get the same emails I get from the city of Castleberry. Uh, our city... Oh, uh, what, the ones about code violations? No. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> no, not those. <laughs> oh, okay. Those are just you. <laughs> but, uh, but no, there's a, there's a... Through the recreation wing or arm of the uh, of the city, there are many events that are highlighted. Mm-hmm. And I, I recently got a, a highlighted. There was a nice email with like these the graphics of upcoming events it had the the food trucks which was reminder food trucks and live music every second friday at lake concord park this weekend as of this recording which is uh, september the i believe the ninth there's the the five rock and roll 5k yes that's going on are you running are you participating in that i should be yeah I feel <laughs> I, the same way i've done it in the past and it's great because they have little bands at different mm-hmm. stops throughout the race and honestly i've done a number of 5ks and that one's really good because each band kind of gives you the motivation to get from one to the other and it just kind of bounces you through so it, it is a great race but no I'm not Okay. I might drive it afterwards though. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Probably still get one out doing that though. Ride, as well. go, ride the golf cart. <laughs> that was funny, Robin. You're just looking there like you're not laughing. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm just 
She's zoned out. I'm she's thinking about them. she's thinking about pastries. <laughs> I got it. But but yeah, so that's coming up, and then and then in October, uh, the huge Latin Jazz Festival, October the seventh. Mm. So I I asked uh, Lynn Hoppus and Rob Bakerstaff and AJ Monette, mm. how do people get access to all of the different great things that are happening? And there is an email list serve. You just go to the city of Castleberry, it's the website castleberry.org, and you can make a, a profile right right on the front. It says create profile and you put in your information and then they will send emails with updates of classes at Secret Lake Park, other summer camps, events, etc. So highly encourage you to to sign up and get the information about the great things happening in Casper. Anything to add? Anything you're excited for just with the new fall season upon us? I'm excited about the new fall season that is upon us. Very good. With that joy and energy. We will transition to a break and we'll get Andy Wilkin back up with our guest in just a minute. Are you looking to be part of something bigger? A community that fosters growth, prosperity, and support? Look no further than the Castleberry Chamber of Commerce. Since 2003, we have been dedicated to promoting the prosperity of the greater Castleberry community. But we don't stop there. We are proud supporters of local entrepreneurs, offering scholarships to high school graduates, making donations to food pantries, art programs, local schools, and more. We are not just another division of a larger organization or run by big businesses. In fact, 85% of our membership is comprised of small businesses with 35 employees or fewer. As a member, you'll have access to numerous networking functions and opportunities for personal and professional development. From monthly business luncheon with inspiring speakers to women networking luncheons, ribbon cuttings, and business after hours, we have something for everyone. And check out our annual events, including golf and kickball tournaments and food and wine festival. There's always something exciting happening at the Castleberry Chamber. Join us today and become part of the Castleberry Chamber family. Together, let's make the greater Castleberry community an even better place to live, work, and play. We are here to create value for our members and help your business thrive. Visit castleberrychamber.com for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Now it's time for our favorite part where Drew and Robin and I turn ourselves down and turn up the volume and turn up the spotlight on someone who is making a difference in our community. And today we have someone with us who we are seeing for the second time today because he has just come from emceeing the 20th anniversary celebration for the Chamber of Commerce, which is one of the many community projects that he's involved in. So let me welcome to the show, Gary Terame. Gary, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. We are glad that you are here today. Gary, how's your voice after you've been talking all, all morning? It's just as the same as creaky as ever. <laughs> I, it's, it's one of those things where you don't, when you hear yourself talk after somebody's recording it, you, you know, I sound like Charlie Brown. It's like, oh, that's terrible, man. Oh. Well, better than, better than the teacher. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. All right, let's jump in with some conversation starters. First of all, Gary, a icebreaker get to know you. You drive a flashy sports car. Drew said, actually, on the way here, hey, this is a nice car driving into the parking lot. Could that be Gary? I said, that's Gary. That's Gary. If money and speed limits were no option, what kind of car would you want? Well, first, before I get into that, I want to preface it by saying my first car was a 1966 Rambler Ambassador Green with the seat covers in it. There was no way that I was going to be popular with the girls with that machine. (laughs) Yeah, it was the car's fault. It was the car's fault. fault. It wasn't my fault. (laughs) 
you know, the emotional scars ran deep and it took many years to heal. Uh, over the years, I'd had several sedans and, and an old pickup truck and a few sporty cars, nothing that said, wow. Uh, I eventually bought uh, an older Corvette convertible when I was promoted to president of the credit union of Gulf States at the time. And in addition to, you know, kind of giving myself a little prison, I, it was kind of like a midlife crisis purchase for me. <laughs> and a few years back, I retired that sports car and like the vet so much, I bought another Corvette. People tell me, you know, why did you buy another low-to-the-ground vehicle sports car? And I says, hey, as long as I can get in and out of it, it's just fine. (laughs) But back to your question, I have a love affair with my current vet, so I'm okay with that. But if you're offering a a new Indian motorcycle, that would be a different story. Yeah, Yeah. we weren't. Oh, 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 it's one of those wishful thinking. (laughs) Well, we've had Chief Krantz on this pod before, and we want to make sure that, you know, you stay out of trouble. So Mm -hmm. we'll keep you up. That is a sharp car, though. I love the Corvette. Gary, you are really a, a staple in our community. You've been around, you've got to get into how many different organizations that you've served and been a part of. But as you've given so much to others, maybe give just kind of a, a 45 second minute overview of sort of what's your story? I would tell you that everyone needs to have a dream early in their lives and that you need to take every opportunity to live that dream. It sounds kind of cliche, but it's true. Have no regrets, even if something doesn't work out just right for you. And I've pretty much lived my dream, you know, coming to Florida and, and getting into banking and the home ownership thing. And so that's what I would tell somebody. Gary, is there any truth that coming on this podcast was part of your bucket list? Well, <laughs> later in my years, you know, uh, yes, I, I, I've heard so much about what's up, Castleberry. That, that was like, a long you know silence. <laughs> I've been waiting for these guys to call me. And I, don't, I don't get it. So, Gary, we mentioned that earlier we were with you at the Chamber of Commerce, both Drew and I were there. And this week, as we're recording, they're celebrating their 20th anniversary. We have two young ladies who are going to be guests on the show two weeks from now who will be talking in depth about some of that history but perhaps you have a different perspective than them tell us a little bit about how you reflect on the chamber of commerce and the 20-year run there this was a topic of conversation in Casberry rotary club 21 years ago and a number of rotarians uh, had gotten together and said why don't we get together and have a chamber where the business community can get together and and we can share business with each other there was a a lloyd weber and carlos geraldo and hank lander the mayor bruce pronovo at the time and we all met at the federal trust bank in castleberry and and we started talking about it one thing led to another and everybody liked that idea there was uh, several bankers in the chamber and, and even on the board. So it, it kind of started started to take a form and we started the, the chamber. I think we met it. Uh, we've always met at the Metro Life Church. Yeah. That kind of started it all. But there was a lot of groundswell for it. There was a lot of people that were interested in it. That's fantastic. I love just hearing the overlay of the two organizations, kind of Rotary being a support of what eventually became the chamber. Gary, let, let's jump in and talk a little bit about your, your time at Rotary. And just, I'll be honest, I've heard of Rotary in many communities, including where I grew up. Sum up kind of Rotary and how Rotary adds value to, to Castleberry and your involvement with that, that organization. Well, it started back when I was in, in college and one of my professors was in a, in a Rotary local Rotary club. 
and he explained what Rotary was and within the community. And he gave us an opportunity to see what Rotary does. And so what we did is we went out on a project with him and you saw the activity, which was uh, to help children. It left an impression on a lot of us and it especially left an impression on me. But in those early days, you're you're in college and, and you have other motivations in college, but, uh, but it always stayed in the back of my mind. And then after I got out into the real world and had gotten down to Florida, Somebody in uh, in the bank at the time had invited me to come to a Rotary Club, and I said, "Well, sure." Actually, it was the Winter Springs Rotary Club. And should, had, should we boo or do we? <laughs> oh no, we don't oh, boo so for Winter Springs. No, okay. no, we're we're one big happy family. All right, that's good. You know, there's a lot of love in Rotary. Okay, <laughs> so that should be your new motto. <laughs> yeah, but I got into Rotary and, and banking in the Winter Springs Club. And then being transferred around in, in my career in Central Florida, I, I ended up eventually into the Castleberry Rotary. And they did a lot of wonderful things. You know, some, some of the things that uh, that we've done, well, we deliver meals on wheels, which is another thing. You end up doing things that you didn't even know were right. existed. Right. So, you know, the Meals on Wheels program is, is you deliver meals to, to people that can't get out. You know, there's an organization where you go and pick up the meals and deliver the meals within the Castleberry area. That's fascinating. Again, as Drew said, you said there are parts of our community that are staples of the community now, right? Meals on Wheels. Over the years, how many thousands of meals have they provided, right? Mm -hmm. The Chamber of Commerce, as I was sitting there today, that's a full house, right? Mm -hmm. And and how many hundreds of people have kind of cycled through over those years? And it's fascinating to me, Gary, that all those were birthed out of your involvement with Rotary. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. I think that's fascinating. But as you say, Rotary is a professional organization. You work at McCoy Federal Credit Union. Mm -hmm. Tell us about your role and involvement there. I've been in the credit union industry for 31 years. Came from the banking industry in the early 90s. I had found myself unemployed and I seeked out a credit, small credit union in Maitland, Gulf States Credit Union, and came on initially as the loan manager and eventually the, the CEO there. And what I found with credit unions is a sense of, of family. People are not customers, they're, they're your friends. I have found that the way I approach the business is I, I, I like to develop relationships and let those relationships, you know, build a circle of trust, so to speak. So, Gary, I have many friends and family that are participating in credit unions, both McCoy and, and other places. This is kind of your chance to, to sell just the unique value of the credit union within the, the banking money management ecosystem. What, what are some of the unique offerings that McCoy specifically offers? Why people should consider doing business with you guys? As you, you know, you go through life, it's important to surround yourself with individuals that, that you can trust to help you through the various stages of life. People that you can rely on that will have your best interest at heart your family physician, you have your family physician, you have your mechanic that you have, you have an accountant, you have your clergy, and you have your banker. Those are people that, that you come to rely on for advice. Credit unions can play that vital role in your life, advising people on a wide range of financial products and services. It's pretty much the business model for all credit unions. It's, it's uh, as they say, it's not for profits. Uh, for service. And I'll take a line from, from a movie, Meet the Parents, that these different professions are going to be in your circle of trust. <laughs> and uh, that circle of trust is there for you throughout your life. That is very true. And it's so important to our life together as a 
community. You know, sometimes Drew is in my circle of trust, Gary. Sometimes he's just on the outside. <laughs> and if he keeps changing the questions, he'll be on the outside. But, <laughs> but right now he's on, on the inside. But really, communities work because of that circle of trust, right? Mm-hmm. Going to question number eight, the background of many communities is the various civic groups that bring people together, that foster relationships and that develop trust, as you said. What are some of the unique contributions that you have made to our Castleberry community? You talked about Meals on Wheels. You talked about how the chamber was birthed from Rotary. But there are some other things that Rotary has done as well. Talk to us about those. Rotary likes to focus on children and elderly people in particular, at least our particular Castleberry Club did. One of the projects that we have is we would have a speaker come in and and give us a talk about their profession or something that they do or a hobby. And then at the end of the program, we would ask the speaker to sign a book. You know, it's just a children's book, and they would sign it. And what we do with that children's book is we would donate those to the English Estates Elementary School. Another project that we did within the Casbury community is each year we would recognize a, a local police officer or fire department employee, EMT, with something called the George Karcher Award. And George was the first police chief of Castleberry. Huh. And so we, we keep his spirit alive by, by presenting that to uh, a local law enforcement or, or fire employee. We have an essay contest with the students of the local elementary schools in, in Castleberry. We would pick a topic and get with the school, and the school would have that relationship with us where the students would, would prepare the essays. And then once we got them, we would read the essays and pick the winners. And then we would have a breakfast for the winners and the winners would read their essays and we would give them an award, get you know a certificate and some money. And those are some of the projects that Rotary has done that's left uh, an impression. We used to ring back when there was a, a Sam's Club. We would stand out front and we would ring the bell for the Salvation Army and collect oh, nice. donations. There's just so many things that, that Rotary does within the community that, that makes it a better place for, for everybody. I love that. You know, you really have so many touches in the community. Gary, when we were speaking kind of via email setting up for this conversation, you mentioned at one point really feeling like Castleberry kind of has a a Mayberry type feel to it. What do you mean by that? I I would agree with you, but I'd love to hear you elaborate on that. For those that don't know what I mean by Mayberry, there was a television show in the mid-60s, and it was called The Andy Griffith Show. And Andy was the the local sheriff of Mayberry. It was a fictional small town in North Carolina. The show portrayed the residents as friendly, helpful people that would wave to you across the the town square. They'd go to church on Sunday, and afterwards they'd go home and and eat a big meal. And and Andy and and Opie, uh, her little boy, and the sheriff, or the deputy, Barney, they'd all go over to Andy's house, and Aunt B would make a big meal, and they'd sit around, and and they'd, they'd make ice cream. They wouldn't go down to the store and buy ice cream. Oh, no, they, they made it. So all of these things together just gives that small town feel. And one of the things about Castleberry, it, it has that small town feel to it. Within a bigger metropolitan area, we're kind of a little oasis there. And you'll you'll see neighbors at, at different local businesses or at a school or a church function. And, you know, as crazy it sounds, the, the character Andy Taylor is someone that, that I've always admired. The town loves him, and he never has a bad thing to say, and, and that 
that's uh, you know that's how I feel that Castleberry. You know, I've been here for 35 years, so it's, uh, that time shows that it's a small town. Right, and the the love for the community, not wanting to leave it. Right. Yeah, it's funny. My dad's a big Andy Griffith fan, and that's actually one of the reasons I go by Drew because my name is Andrew Taylor, and every once in a while somebody will refer to me as Andy Taylor. <laughs> it always goes back to that show. So, so Gary, are you the Andy Taylor of Castleberry, or are you the Aunt B of Castleberry? <laughs> I'm probably more like Barney. <laughs> Even better. That's yeah, funny. You know, Barney gets all excited. Actually, no. I'm like Floyd the Barber. Okay. And Floyd was was uh, an absent-minded man, and, and he, he knew his craft well. He could cut hair. Oh, there are lots of uh, lots of potential candidates for that absent-minded role. Yeah. <laughs> well, I find myself doing that every once in a while. But yeah, yeah, I, I probably am more like Floyd the Barber. But I do love Andy. It was a classic. Uh, Gary, time is running away as it always does. What motivates you to build a better community? Well, I think we all crave that emotion of being part of something mm. or someone within your neighborhood or on a larger scale, your town. I like to be part of that, whether it be a free concert at City Hall or a kid's day at the park, mm -hmm. various festivals uh, surrounding a holiday, particularly the events that allow us to include our pets. I I'm a dog fan, uh, such as dressing them up around Halloween. like to, when you see someone you know at these events and you have conversations like their family. You know, coming from the Midwest, especially Iowa, it was something that I grew up with uh, in our small town. So I like to see that wherever I am. Our own little Mayberry. Over the years, Gary, as we've talked about, we've kind of inferred that not only have you been involved in lots of organizations, but you've been in community organizations that have started community organizations. As we prepare to wrap up, which one has given you the most satisfaction and why? I don't know if I can really say a particular organization would have given me more satisfaction or an, over another, but working with children, any of the organizations that I've been in, is important to me. The, the Castleberry Chamber has uh, an awards where they award scholarships to the Seminole County senior students. There's another organization providing Christmas gifts to less fortunate children in, in Maitland with the Maitland Men's Club. Art uh, contest for students at Hungerford Elementary School. And, and so helping the youth and helping mold them into something for the future and be excited about maybe even spending time in, in Rotary uh, is is my motivation. Mm, I love that. I love that. I think it's been said often that what we do for a child can last with them and impact them forever. So wrapping up, Gary, you've shared a lot about you. We're so grateful for that. I'm sure folks have got more questions. Maybe they'd like to learn more about McCoy. What's the best way for people to connect with you? My door is always open, and I would welcome the opportunity to be in your circle of trust. <laughs> and help in any way I can. My office is in Maitland Castleberry branch and that's located on 1792 between the flyover at Highway 436 and Maitland Boulevard. I get that deer in the headlight look and they're trying to figure out where it is and so what I tell them is that well do you know where the little 500 go-kart tracks used to be? <laughs> and I haven't met anybody that has said no no where is that? <laughs> and I said right down the street from them and they go oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I know right where you are. <laughs> so I, I do welcome anybody to come by. My door's always open. That's very neighborly 
of you. Um, Gary, thank you so much for your time today. But beyond your time today, thank you for the impact that you've made in our community over the years. Just hearing your stories and a lot of the, the Genesis stories of things that we take for granted in our community. It's very clear that they have your fingerprints on and uh, are a gift to this community. You're a statesman in this community. And uh, if I can say it, I think you would have made Andy Taylor very proud. <laughs> Gary, thank you so much for joining us today. I mean, I love people like Gary who know how to build communities and just by loving people and showing up and serving. And we're so grateful for Gary and his inspirational leadership. Drew, as we prepare to wrap up, give us a little bit of inspiration. Absolutely. Yep. I totally agree. Gary is a consummate servant who uh, gives back and really has made a huge difference, uh, not just him, but the organizations that he serves. Uh, this quote is from William James, and it talks about making a difference as well. William James said, Act as if what you do makes a difference, because it does. Act as if what you do makes a difference, because it does. To me, I get that quote is really it's about attitude. If we seek to engage in our city, we seek to make one small effort, one small change. It could be as simple as going out and, you know, picking up uh, some trash along the, the sidewalk as you're walking your dog. Or it could be serving at a, at a community event, at a school, um, just participating in the things that are happening in our great city. When you act as if you want to make a difference, I want to make this a better place to live. I want to make it more like Mayberry, perhaps. You, you really can just through simple acts of service a positive attitude and thinking about the, the whole of the community. So appreciate the quote from William James and hope this is, encourages you, listener. Act as if what you do makes a difference because guess what? It does. Thank you so much, Drew. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Robin. Thank you, listener, for joining us today. We are grateful that you've shared some of your time with us. You are the reason that we do this. This podcast is produced by the lovely producer, Robin. Robin. There we go. Standing ovation from Drew at the end of the table. Listener, thanks for listening. Like us on social media. Give us a follow. Give us a comment on our podcast feeds and make sure you share it with your friends. Until next time, what's up, Castleberry? Castleberry.